Welcome to the 365 Day Vibe Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Ingram, and join me as we explore inspiration, motivation, the good news of the day, and overall healthy energy and positive vibes. Make sure to visit our website, 365daybibe.com, and our Instagram at 365daybibe. We have got an amazing show for you today. I can't wait to get into this because as you know, I love science and our good news vibe is actually from the science world. So there's some really good news that came out of there. Plus, we're going to talk about the law of conscious action, part of our law of attraction series. We're going to get into some good recipes and some really good music. So sit back, relax and enjoy the vibe. Okay, so let's get right into it because I'm really excited about this. Our good news story of this episode. You know, normally, if, if you've listened to the other uh, podcast episodes that we've published so far, you'll notice that we do a good news story at least one per episode. And usually the story is a local story involving someone or something that really not too many people know about and that that's the point of of that segment so that we can highlight things that just don't get enough recognition because the world is just inundated with with bad news all the time usually um, people think that uh, that's the way to get clicks and views and ratings so that's that's what they put out there so the the good news of the world doesn't really get to um, be seen as much because it's overshadowed by the the negativity so we try to spotlight that however this week brought us something on a much larger scale on a scale greater than the the local news greater than the world news this is something that is universal and it comes from the world of astrophysics and like I said before I'm I'm kind of an armchair physicist I don't claim to know much about physics by any stretch of the imagination if if you do I would love to have you as a guest on the show and we could talk about some of these things this isn't a science podcast but I think that it's always good to try to tie science in, especially when we're talking about the universe, the physical universe, as it relates as well to the spiritual universe. Now, this comes to us from NASA, and it's, it's actually something that has been in the works for quite some time. We're talking at least several years and there was a, uh, a basically they turned the entire earth into a giant telescope now I'm going to read an article that kind of explains all of this but basically they took multiple radio telescopes from around the world and 
use them to put together this image of the first black hole ever. Now, you're probably saying, what do you mean? I thought we've seen black holes before. I know they show them on TV. No, we haven't. Everything that we've seen so far has been an artist's rendering. We have never actually seen one because of either the distance, they're so far away, they're just that difficult to detect, or the obstruction. You know, we have one right in the center of our own Milky Way galaxy, but we cannot see it because we're flat and level on a plane and it's, it's obstructed by stars. So it's been very difficult, but they took, they took all of these telescopes, tied them all together in one big network, and were able to compile this image of, of a black hole in uh, the Messier 89 galaxy. And at least let, let me check on that just to make sure. Again, like I said, I am not a... a uh, see, there I was wrong. It's Messier 87. So... Um, this is a uh, supermassive black hole at the core of this galaxy. Um, the mass is around 7 billion times the sun's. And this was first released by the Event Horizon Telescope on April 10th. So I'm just going to, to read the article. It starts off with a, uh, with a tweet, which is also posted on the website at 365daybive.com by NASA with a picture showing first of all the the larger image and then it kind of zooms in a little bit using the uh, Chandra x-ray it says in a, in a historic feat by EH telescope and NSF a black hole image has been captured for the first time several of our missions observed the same black hole using different light wavelengths and collected data to understand the black holes environment and then it provides a link to the NASA page that discusses it. So I'm going to just go ahead and read this news article. And like I, like I always do, I haven't read this yet. I mean, I'm aware of the news, but I'm not aware of this particular article. This comes from... This is from the Chandra X-ray Observatory. There are a lot of cliches that get thrown around when talking about big scientific discoveries. Words like breakthrough or game-changing are often used. They grab people's attention, but it's fairly rare that they apply. Today's announcement of the first ever image taken of a black hole, more precisely of its shadow, truly rises up to that standard. By definition, nothing, not even light, can escape the gravitational grasp of a black hole. This, however, is only true if you get too close, and the boundary between what you can and cannot get away is called the Event Horizon. This dark portrait of the Event Horizon was obtained of the supermassive black hole in the center of the galaxy Messier 87, or M87 for short, by the Event Horizon Telescope, an international collaboration whose support includes the National Science Foundation, and this achievement is certainly a breakthrough, and we at NASA's Chandra X-ray Observatory congratulate and applaud the hundreds of scientists, engineers, and others who worked on the Event Horizon Telescope to obtain this extraordinary result. Extraordinary indeed. This is really, really good news. 
Um, so, so why why is this even news? Well, because scientists have postulated that black holes have been around for forever. They have uh, been able to theorize them. There are computer models that that suggest what they do and what their properties are and just just based on the math and and some of the different findings and discoveries by physicists and and astronomers for for probably over a hundred years or so again i'm not an expert on astrophysics if anybody wants to come on and talk about this i would love to have you as a guest but uh but basically scientists have been have been very curious about black holes because we really don't know a whole lot about them and so that's why it's news it's the first time we've ever actually seen something and they've been able to confirm a lot of the things like gravitational lensing or the fact that light cannot escape from a black hole so it's it's really really interesting just to just to be able to visualize it so why is it good news well this is this is obviously a landmark discovery um, and it confirms that those math and data models work but there's something else um, in a world where we think we know everything we think we've seen or discovered everything there is to discover everything there is to know it shows that we should never stop in our pursuit for knowledge and understanding of the physical universe around us. Let me just say that again. It shows that we should never stop in our pursuit for knowledge and understanding of the physical universe around us. And by that same notion, we should never stop our pursuit for knowledge and understanding of the spiritual universe around us as well. So I'm extremely excited about this. I really hope you are too. Make sure to check it out on, on the website, 365dayvibe.com. We have some some more information, links to the picture and and the tweets and things like that. And so just, just check that out. And if you have any questions or comments or or like I said, if you happen to work for NASA or, or you are an expert in this sort of thing, I would love to have you on and we can do an interview or discuss some of the, um, the exciting science around this. Definitely um, with someone who is much more uh, smarter about this than I am. Okay, so today's music vibe is a complete detraction from what we have normally been adding to the Spotify playlist. Now, if you don't know, we've we've started creating one. You can check it out. Go on Spotify and just search it, or you can get it from our website, 365dayvibe.com. And it's a playlist that we've been building since pretty much the first episode, and we hope to continue now. If, if you want to add something, you think something would be, would be a good addition to this playlist, just let me know and, um, we can, we can see about putting it on there. We're just looking for, for good music to vibe to, to chill out with something you can just kick back, relax, and just kind of immerse yourself in and, and enjoy the, uh, the artistry. And this one is, is a song that 
I heard not too long ago and thought, wow, the, the, the guitar playing on this is so underrated. This is a song. Now, how does, how does everyone feel about, how, about jam bands? You know, um, bands like uh, Fish and Widespread Panic and uh, Dave Matthews Band. Uh, these these bands that just pretty much they'll get up on stage and and play for for 10 15 20 minutes just one song I personally love these types of bands I love it to when when you get to see band members playing songs that they wrote that are really good songs and they're all just having fun and in their element I think it's really, really cool, and it's really, really fun, and it's fun to get into. And so this this song is is by the band Fish. That's P H I S H, Fish, and it is called "Sample in a Jar." So I'm going to play a sample of "Sample in a Jar" just so you can get the idea. Okay, so like usual, I, I need to cut that off because of copyright issues. I don't want to get in trouble for any of that. But as you can see, it's a very upbeat song, very cool song. I encourage you to check out the playlist and listen to the entire thing. It features Trey Anastasio, which I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but he is one of the great guitarists that I think is... Uh, probably uh, underrated you don't really hear about him a whole lot but he is really really good and uh, this song showcases that so check it out now we've been doing a series on the law of attraction and specifically we've been covering each of the seven laws that comprise the universal law that is the law of attraction. We talked about manifesting, we talked about unwavering desire, and we talked about universal influence. The other laws that, that comprise the, the law of attraction are delicate balance, magnetism, synchronization, and the one that we are going to talk about today, which is the law of conscious action. So let's get right into it. What, what exactly is the law of conscious action? It sounds like something maybe a little complex, but it's not. It, it, it essentially means doing the right thing or do to others what you would have done to you or do good deeds for other people. When you do this, you are engaging in actions that are factual, that are true, that are beneficial, 
that are endearing and agreeable to others. Now, I've always thought that this this particular law uh, works with the law of magnetism, which we will get into in a later episode. Um, but similar to uh, some of the other laws that we've talked about, they, they all kind of fall right in place because the first one that you that you do with, with magnetism is how your thoughts and the power they have in attracting um, what you experience in your life. But the do the right thing law, which is the law of conscious action, deals with how you treat others and your inclusion of others in your plans. And like I said, it's really about treating others like you want to be treated. Now, this should be an easy thing for most people. I know that actually makes it easy for me when I think about how should I act in this situation or how should I respond to uh, positivity or negativity? Um, How would I want to perceive my response? And that usually triggers my action. But I'm going to give you a couple of, of ways to really be able to do this. And these are easy, and I think you're going to like them. The first one is to value and respect yourself. Let me say that again. Value and respect yourself. You have value. Everyone has value. But you cannot begin to value others until you have learned to A, understand that you do have value, and B, respect yourself because you have that value. The next thing is is very similar to that. It is value and respect others by leasing all judgment and living in compassion. Let me say that again. Value and respect others by leasing all judgment and living in compassion. What do I mean by that? You know, I go to, my, my gym is very well known. I'm just going to say it's, it's the purple gym. And they are the ones who are famous for the judgment-free zone. And that became very popular because a lot of people, when they go to the gym, they don't want to be judged. They don't want people not just judging them on their looks, but how they work out, what they tend to do when they go to the gym. It's just about going to a place where there are a lot of people and working out being on your own, doing your own thing. And this, this kind of speaks to that, you know, you don't need to have judgment on anyone. You don't need to perceive others as, you know, well, maybe I would do this this way. So why are they doing this way? They, you know, that, that doesn't matter because that's their choice. Now, when you come in contact with other people like that, you want to make sure that it is a judgment-free zone. 
And if you can do that, if you can put aside any type of prejudices, biases, or judgments, and learn to be compassionate about your fellow human beings, it makes it a lot easier to value and respect them. Now, by valuing and respecting yourself, and valuing and respecting others, you can learn how to do good deeds for other people. And if you want to learn how you can really impact some things, if you go on the website, 365daybive.com, you will find a list that I've put together of several highly rated charitable organizations. Now, I know that some people don't like to get involved with charities just because a lot of them, you know, they take the money and maybe, you know, 10% of it actually goes to the charity. Well, the ones that I've listed are very highly rated and they, uh, they, they are highly rated because at least 90% of the funds that they receive go directly to the charity itself. And so, I've listed a few on there that, that I like and, you know, check them out. You know, if you have any others or if you want to speak to, to your experience and, you know, what was something that, that somebody helped you out with or uh, an area where somebody saw past judgment to, to do a good deed to you, let me know. Let us know. I would love to talk about it. Maybe we could have you on the show or we could do a spot on the website or even a shout out on Instagram. I would definitely love to talk about it. So that is the, the uh, law of conscious or right action. And looking forward like I said, we have a couple of others to, to talk about. We're going to talk about delicate balance next and then wrapping up with magnetism and synchronization. So I'm really looking forward to it. Okay, so for this episode's health and wellness vibe, I have another really good recipe for you to make. Now, if you were like me, you like to snack. And if you like to snack, then you like potato chips. I love potato chips. I think they are great. And I never can have enough of them. In fact, I always feel like I just ate an entire bag of potato chips before realizing that I just ate an entire bag of potato chips. So it's always good to have them around, which is why this recipe will come in handy because you can actually make some healthier choices with these sweet potato potato chips. And I think you're really going to like them. This comes from our friends at The Minimalist Baker. And I'm not being paid to say this by any means, but please, please check them out. They have a really good selection of recipes that are minimal, hence the name, in ingredients and, and 
things that it takes to actually put together a meal. This in particular does take a decent amount of time. It's about 10 minutes prep, but two hours to cook. But that's so that you can get them really good and crispy. With it being potato chips, you just want to kind of almost dehydrate them. In fact, if you have a dehydrator, you could probably use that as well. This particular recipe, it serves two. And it's also gluten-free and vegan. Now, you're going to need two organic sweet potatoes. I would get large ones just so you could make more. Uh, two tablespoons of olive oil and some sea salt to taste. I particularly avoid salt at all costs, but that's completely up to you. Now, so what you're going to want to do is to preheat your oven to 250 degrees Fahrenheit and put the oven rack in the center of the oven. Make sure to rinse and dry your sweet potatoes thoroughly and slice them as uniformly thin as possible. If you have a mandolin, use it. Otherwise, use a very sharp knife to get to get them uniformly thin. You know, these potatoes, sometimes the chips are just too thick in certain parts and they don't always crisp all the way. They're still really good. They're just not that chip type crispiness. So you want to uh, toss the slices in a touch of olive oil to lightly coat and then sprinkle with salt if you want. And then lay them in a single layer on a baking sheet and bake for about two hours. Make sure you try to uh, flip those chips once halfway through to ensure an even cooking. And you can also rotate them for even more even cooking. That's totally optional, but it is recommended in this recipe. And then uh, you want to remove it once crisp and golden brown. Some may feel a little bit tender in the middle, but take them out, let them rest for about 10 minutes to crisp up before sampling and serve immediately. I guarantee you will like these chips. So check it out. The recipe is on the website. And let me know what you think if you want to make these, if you want to, um, or if you have made these before, if you have a different version or something, just check it out and let me know. We would love to feature it on the website. So once again, that's the sweet potato chips. Enjoy. Thank you so much once again for being with us on this podcast today. I really hope you enjoyed it. If not for you, then I wouldn't even be doing this. So thank you. Thank you so much. Please make sure to check out the website, 365dayvibe.com, for all the show notes and, and some extra stuff. Um, you can find the recipe up there and anything else. And also check us out on Instagram at 365dayvibe. And... I can't wait to talk to you again.